0: Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hope for Today. Thank you for joining me. We're going to have a great time today. I hope your day is going well, and I hope it goes even better after this talk. Um, I just really like sharing my time with you, so thank you for sharing your time with me. You know why I think your day is going to go better? Because I have someone who makes my days go better when I talk to her. Every time I'm with Joyce, Joyce Bacchus Bogle, uh, I'm encouraged. I've known Joyce for three years. She is a member of the church I pastor, Freedom. And today we're going to talk about hope. But it's it's a we're all going to get there one day if Jesus Terry's is coming. It's hope for seniors, senior adults. Um, we're all aging. Every day. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was a teenager, when I was in my 20s, especially teenagers, anybody 30 and over, I just thought they were ancient. You know, <laughs> it's just uh, now I look back at uh, teenagers and think, Wow. You have no idea. And so time marches on. And so, Joyce Bogle, thank you for joining me today. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And we're going to start off with your age. You were born in 1938. 38. So that mm-hmm. makes you 83, you said, and a half.
1: And a half. Dr. Yes. Marilyn
0: Hickey told me when you get over 80, you start adding half to your years. She goes, It's back to childhood when you ask, How old is your kid? One and a half. She, oh, yes. she said, They made it that long. And she said, You see Celebrate every every month when you get over a certain age. So you're yes, 83 and a half. 83 and a half. Uh, marilyn Hickey's 90. I think you're. Have you ever thought of how long you want to live?
1: Not that long.
0: Not that long? No. Don't, well, don't, when I
1: say not that long, croak I'm just...
0: here. Let's get through this.
1: Yeah, we're not going to croak.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have, no, have what? you had an age in mind? Because I think that's interesting.
1: No, my mother lived till she was 97 oh, okay. and a half.
0: And a half, yeah. She told
1: me. And uh actually uh the last 3 years of her life were very hard. Okay. And it's like um she she had fallen and she was bedfast and mm-hmm. and had to you know be moved to a chair right. and different things and uh I actually traveled uh oh my 23 years she was at this wow. in san angelo and uh-huh. i would go every month and sometimes more than that if she needed me so i would go right so i know what it is to you know really age she was sharp lady so, so you're
0: saying as long as you're in good health yes
1: ma'am i mean yes
0: sir that, that makes sense as long as you're in good mm-hmm. health you want to be here as long as you're productive uh, mm-hmm. i remember my dad who was a pastor one time went and visited a senior adult uh she'd been in the hospital for some time and she was ready to go to heaven her husband had already gone to heaven right and so she said uh pastor i want you to pray for me i'm ready to go to heaven right now Mm -hmm. would you agree with me so he he prayed you know Mm -hmm. your daughter wants to come to you to heaven right or just open the gates let her in she had her eyes squeezed tight he let her hand Mm -hmm. go and she opened her eyes. She goes, I'm still here. <laughs> she was really <laughs> ready to go. I had a great aunt who was 94. She was in good health, but she was in a nursing home. Right. And she said, I've outlived everybody. <laughs> she said, I've outlived my children. I've outlived my friends. And so right. there probably is a bit of a loneliness that comes with is there loneliness i know you lost your husband a year ago yes this week or this month mm-hmm. let's talk about that because dr larry great man what, what has that been like in the last year without larry well
1: it's it's been different because um uh, actually when you get older and i noticed this with larry uh he he was more concerned mm-hmm. i could get several calls when i went to the grocery store okay and uh because he was anxious. When are you coming home? Right. And uh, since we live out mm-hmm. in the country a little bit, not far, but you don't go to town every time you need something. You have several...
0: Several errands you have to run. Uh,
1: absolutely yes. to be wise. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I noticed that uh, when he retired, he said, is it going to bother you that I'm going to be home every day? And I said, Larry... You're home every summer, it'll just be a long summer. And he just said, Yeah, that's right. So that's that's the way we thought in our home.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I miss Larry. I did. Uh, Larry too. was a, a delightful man. There is a, a scripture in Exodus twenty, verse twelve, I want to talk about for a moment. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Mm-hmm. I know you you said you had a happy childhood, your parents yes. were pastors. What do you think about this first? I know you work with our children here at the church. I do. Yeah, what do you think uh, about
1: this? I think it's true. And uh, we I, I believe that uh, we lived that out. Larry's birth father and mother were divorced when he was six. Okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> uh, it was toward the—we'd been married several years before I even met his father. And um, the relationship was— A little estranged because well it was it was just a little estranged and uh, it got better and really finally he came and lived with us for ten and a half years that was before i knew this i knew you and our church family here and so he was with us till uh, 2005 and he passed away and uh really larry's demeanor is very much like his dad's was uh, he was a very gentle person right. and very sociable.
0: Well, that's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. And then my mother, like I told right. you. Uh, my parents lived uh, in Chicago when Daddy retired from the ministry, and we helped move them down to where we lived in, at that time, Weatherford, Texas. And uh, so we saw them a lot. Right. And uh, that, that was really good. And then uh, they had to move to san angelo because of my father's health right and uh he was in a convalescent home and mother was across the street in a retirement center oh, okay. did so
0: they get to see each other much
1: she went she fed him every, every meal day. Oh, that's and sweet. if she went on vacation i did that
0: okay well, yeah. so you honored your parents even in their old age i did so all their lives mm-hmm. that you were alive you honored them that, that's yes. beautiful um to young people now that are listening, it's important to honor your parents. Now, it I, is. I've realized—I mean, there are some dysfunctional parents, but to honor even parents that are difficult or dysfunctional, because the Bible doesn't say honor your parents if they're honorable; it just says honor them.
1: Yes.
0: Um, treat them right. Treat them yes. with respect. You can have boundaries. If they're right. abusive, uh, but treat them with respect Yeah. don't talk bad about them. I think right. that's honoring. <laughs> and right. then if they're, they're healthy parents, do everything you can to, to assist them and help them. There's another scripture, Isaiah 46:4. Even to your old age and gray hair, you have beautiful white gray hair, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you. I will carry you. I will sustain you. And I will rescue you. Yes. Let's talk about that verse. Yes. What do you think about that verse?
1: It's true. Yeah. I'm telling you, yes, I've lived 83 years to see that that's true. And I have. Thank you. (laughs) uh, To see that that's true. And uh, it's come to my mind several times since we've sat here about the Lord sustaining us. Right. And, uh, since Larry passed away, uh, I have, I have trusted the Lord to, uh, meet whatever need it was that I had. And, uh, I didn't want to call my children if it was something I could take care of. Right, I just sure. think that's unnecessary.
0: So low maintenance.
1: Yes, <laughs> I mean, if you can take care of yourself, take take care of right. yourself and, uh, and others. Right. So I needed um, the sink in the bathroom, uh, new plumbing mm-hmm. uh, underneath. It was all old and corroded. And I also needed a new spigot because it was leaking. So I thought and thought, and the Lord supplied. He had, uh, he had a friend send me uh, a good amount of money, and I thought, well, this will take care of that. Right. And so I called a young man who had been in our Sunday school class in the church before we came here, and he has done several things for us in our home, and we paid him. And so I called Ambrosio, and uh, he said, sure, I can come. He said, you buy the spigot that you want for the bathroom. I said, okay, Ambrosio. Uh, so I did, and he worked and uh, got all the work done. I said, Ambrosio, um, how, how much is this that uh, we're going to need? And I'd looked on my smartphone that tells right. me everything I want to know. Right. And it said it would be from 300 to $500. And I thought, wow, but I had it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, he just said, oh, he said, Miss Joyce. He said, I've been so happy on the way over here. He's in for, from Dallas. Because I was just thinking how I wanted to bless you. And I said, oh, my goodness. So it didn't cost me
0: anything wow. except to buy mm-hmm.
1: well, the spigot.
0: Lord sustained you. So, and I hear those testimonies from you often, that you just, you always give praise always.
1: to the Lord. He does. Now, it. I like
0: that, uh, I think. And this is a, a, a really great distinction. I think you're the oldest person in our church.
1: I I think Larry was. Well, he's not here anymore. I know, but so, are there any men older than I am? I don't
0: think so. I'm the oldest. You're it. Okay. Okay, but that doesn't mean you're not active. Oh, you, you come to no. prayer services. You come to every time we have church. You work a couple times a a month in the the, the children. Is that how Uh, the first
1: Sunday each month
0: month you're a greeter Mm -hmm. and you help in there with Bible and so Mm -hmm. cheerful. So there's always productivity if you want to be productive. And I appreciate you being productive and being a person that uh, gets involved. Uh, Last scripture I want to share is Ecclesiastes 710. It says, Do not say, Why were the old days better than these days? For it's not wise to ask such questions. So You were born in 1938. The Great Depression was 1929 to 1933. 1937 to 1938 was a big recession. So times were still hard when you were born. Yes. Uh, So times are better now. But if you could go back, would you choose to go back to those days?
1: No. Do you know, I actually lived in San Angelo. I can remember in the first grade. Having a real ice box and that means you had a had big ice, block of ice right mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so no you like the electricity better I think so yeah <laughs> yeah I appreciate that too and you know when we look over our shoulders and say I wish I could go back to that uh, in a car you have a big windshield and you have a little rear view mirror yes. If we get attached to the rear view mirror we miss what's in front of us. So That's we're, true. we're really supposed to look forward and enjoy the days that God has given us. Yes. So your days uh, seem joyful. What are you expecting God to continue to do in your life?
1: I expect to continue to learn okay, how, I love he, that. how he works uh, in us through the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Uh, you really can't separate the two of them because they work together. And right. we need to listen to both and read the word and uh, and then the Lord uses uh, His children, and sometimes it's not even His children right to speak to us. Right. Uh, we just we just need to be aware of our surroundings all the time. I agree. Okay. All
0: the time. We'll play a little game with you. Okay. Just kind of you're very sharp, and uh, if we had a teenager sitting here right now, what advice would you give them? Advice for a teenager. Advice
1: for a teenager. Well, I think one of the first things I think of is uh, they need to ask God for wisdom from heaven. Okay. Uh, And I was thinking this morning, I think one of the big irritants in my life, (laughs) if you want to call it that, is uh, concentrating on a person's beauty or handsomeness, because I think so much of what is the inside is right. so important. And that all fades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it just as uh, the term that came to me was goes south. Right. And,
0: Gravity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it literally does. That's, that, that. It really does. And but uh, every every gifting that they have, everything that do that is productive or successful. Uh, God is the one who has given them the intellect, the skills, everything that they have and everything that they can do is from the one who created them. And he designed them to be able to do those things.
0: That's good. That's great advice for a teenager. Now, let's go to someone who, let's say they're 27. They're a single adult and they're lonely. What would you tell them?
1: Well, a line to a song came to me and it goes, On life's pathway I am never lonely. Hmm. My Lord is with me, my Lord divine. Ever-present guide I trust him only, no longer lonely, for he is mine. And then the chorus just repeats, no longer lonely. And so, uh, for one thing, and I— do jail i've done jail and prison ministry Mm -hmm. and uh there were a lot of people that age in prison and my advice to them was find a really good church that preaches the word of god where you can meet people who love god and you'll have good friends
0: that's good yeah make friends Mm -hmm. you know um, a lot of young adults think uh if I get married, that's going to take care of my loneliness and some rush into marriage. And I think it's better to be lonely by yourself than be lonely married to the wrong person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> would you agree with I, that? Yes. I, I've, I've that and happen. I've said that it's better to uh, be single and wish you were married than then to be, be married, married and wish you were, wish you were single. single. <laughs>
0: yes, That's true. <laughs> okay, that's good. Now let's, let's go to a couple, maybe in their 30s. What would you tell them is a the secret to a happy marriage?
1: First of all, uh, that the Lord is central in their Mm -hmm. lives. Uh, And then I would believe that, I believe that the utmost thing, because it'll cover every other area, is for one thing, if the Lord is first, uh, you're going to be covered and executing the love that he has put in you. Right. But communication.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: I mean, Not just, I'm not talking about yelling at each other. (laughs) I'm talking about communication where what you say is understood with the intent that you meant for it to mean. Mm. For them to understand exactly what you're trying to convey. And if they don't understand, uh, you need to keep working at it till they understand. The other thing is, is to learn to listen that's good listen is the biggest 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 thing in relationship because uh if we will listen till a person gets through telling us what they want to tell us we will have fewer questions and if we have questions they will be questions with intellect uh-huh, <laughs> and they good. won't be stupid yeah, that's yeah.
0: good okay this, so we've taken care of teenagers lonely single people uh, people in their 30s who are, are maybe newly married. How about, let's say, people in their 40s who have teenagers? That's a that's a different kind of game right there. You had children, mm-hmm. or you have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what advice would you give to parents of teenagers?
1: Well, uh, the first thing, again, is a relationship with the Lord and uh, have a prayer life mm-hmm. uh, because it's in that prayer life that you're going to find the answers that you need in working with your children. Right. right. And I I can quickly recall for you, uh, one time I was in prayer and I was praying for uh, our third born and I was weeping and I I prayed for quite some time, Pastor, Mm -hmm. one morning. And uh, I didn't know what that was all about. But that evening, uh, he was in a wreck with his truck. Oh, wow. And uh, he nor the young woman who were with him, they were getting ready to go to a Christmas event, uh, had seat belts on and her face was all cut up. Oh, I, wow. They had to use a lot of stitches for her face. But she, that, that was all that happened and really her face healed very, very well. She, she stayed a lovely young lady. But uh, I can remember our pastor saying that uh, it was, you know, a mother's intercession. Right, right. That had
0: really... Makes the difference, doesn't it? It, it does. So, so prayer makes it does. a difference, especially when you're raising teenagers. Okay. Kids age, as we all do. They move out. My wife and I are empty nesters now. We have a 21 mm. and a 25-year-old. So uh, what would you tell couples that have gone through the years of newlyweds, getting used to one another, having... School-age kids, teenagers, then college-age, and they're gone. Empty nesters. What mm. would you tell them? Because it takes some reevaluation. It
1: does. And, of course, that's where I am, too. Right. And um, really in
0: an empty nest now, are you? Uh,
1: well, sort of. <laughs> but you've got I,
0: Jesus right there.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. And I have uh, Junior from Haiti oh, right. there and right. her baby girl. That's right. They'll be leaving next Thursday week. But uh, the thing that I'm learning— or continue to learn, is uh, there? we have four children, and uh, three of them have children. The fourth one doesn't. But you find that you interact with each family in a different way. Right. Right. Because there are different needs for each family. And one thing that I've... uh, that listening again to the holy spirit and what he has to say to you about each relationship because there are times to speak and there are times you just listen right anyway and uh i was thinking the other day a week ago that we are to give all of our cares and all of our problems to the lord concerning The relationships with our children, because sometimes they can get rocky and our grandchildren. And so we give all our problems to the Lord and he doesn't have any problems. Right. He only has solutions. That's right. So what we have is double nothing. <laughs> and You know, I guess it's a win-win thing. It is a win. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. So know,
0: Every week I like to quote Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven, 11, especially the last mm-hmm. part, he's for you, never against you. That's right. Yeah. He's only got solutions. He's a solutionist, isn't he? He is. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So the, he has no problems.
0: You know, I met you and your husband, Larry, um, three years ago. The first time I met mm-hmm. you was at an all-night prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. Y'all rolled in, and I'm thinking, wow, okay, here here they are, these senior, senior, senior adults. You were, I guess, 80 and a half then. And how mm-hmm. much older was Larry than you? Are y'all, y'all uh, the same age? Or?
1: No, he uh, he would be 29 now. I'm 29. Pardon (laughs) me. Yeah. 89? How how about 89? (laughs) So he
0: was 86. Yeah. So uh, an 80-year-old and an 86 rolled into our all-night prayer meeting and prayed with energy. I was so impressed. So you have authority to speak into this. To seniors, senior adults who think they have no purpose, that they're just here filling space, what would you tell them?
1: That's not true. You do have purpose. And some people say, well, praying is for some people, you know, getting together. Or I'm too busy or I'd rather sleep in. You, you're you energized when you come to be with the Lord's children and right. spend time in prayer. It just we were so excited that first time we came. We took a nap before we came because it started at midnight when we got here and uh It was. We had been here, I think, about fifteen minutes, and that's not an exaggeration. Had talked with one of the associate pastors. Uh, He was on the front seat. We were on the second row, and uh, I got up to walk around to pray, and I looked back at my husband after I got up, and he was weeping, Mm -hmm. and I I was surprised, and he just said, "We're home," and I said. Okay. (laughs) I can remember that. It's just like if it were 10 minutes ago that it was exactly like that. And um, so the next day was huge at our church that we came from. It was the missions banquet. Mm -hmm. And I was always, we were always in the middle of all that. And, uh, but it was the following Wednesday, Larry said, I want us to leave quickly. And not look back, hmm. and that's the way we always did. Right. Anyway, when it was time to go, and we your went. Church
0: was way away from here. It so was,
1: it was a long drive, and it was a great church. And you've been there and many still, years, hadn't you? Twenty two. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. We had love been.
0: There.
1: Yes, we were, and we loved closer them closer
0: to home. And you we needed did, us, and we needed you.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> uh, you know, only one time had we not gone to our church on a Sunday morning. We'd <laughs> we'd gone to another church here in town. And uh, we, we could hardly wait to get back to our church. Right. But uh, the Lord knew where we needed to be. And I'm so glad that we were able to. Do that. Come right. here.
0: I am, too. So. Thank you. To to every senior adult that may feel my time is up and I have nothing more to do It's get. not. It's not. We have, no. you know, I, I tell people, we have the friendliest group of senior adults. They're great. Uh, they're not grumpy. They don't no. complain. They're the happiest people in our church. And I love that. And, uh, I do too. you know, I, I want to get happier the older I get. You know, I think when you look back over your shoulder and see what all God has done for you. It is happy, right? Lots of good things.
1: Pastor, uh, a bunch of the women here had a birthday party for me at a restaurant here in town. uh, And the one who rigged it up even called the restaurant and asked if we were okay if uh, she brought a birthday cake. (laughs) I mean, she brought the birthday cake and the plates and the napkins. I mean, the whole thing. I I hope she didn't have 83
0: candles on it. She didn't. You need a she fire extinguisher. Didn't.
1: Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. No, she didn't. But uh, I just thought uh, that was the first time I'd had a friend who oh, sweet. brought a cake right. uh, You know, to the event at a restaurant in town that had their own desserts. Right. But I thought that was fun. That
0: is fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you, Joyce. I appreciate your life. I love how energized you are and how you continue to pray, uh, serve other people open your home to people, work with the children of our church, and are an encouragement even to the nations. You, yes. love, you love missions, don't you? I do. Yeah, you love really the nations. Do. How many nations have you visited, do you think?
1: Well, let's see. I was a month in Mongolia, and I've been to Mexico about 20 times, wow. and I've been to Guyana and Canada and... Um, Oh, Israel. Israel. You yeah, that's Israel. my favorite. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's my favorite.
0: Well, you're you're world traveled. You love missions. A little. You love people. And we love you. And God loves Thank you.
1: Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> I've made one last decision so that I can go to the nations. I told my daughter this uh, both my husband and I uh, made the decision to donate our bodies for to medical science. Right. And uh, you can be put in an urn, you know, your ashes can right. after they're uh through studying your body. Or uh you can actually be taken to the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. And just put in the Gulf of Mexico. And I told my daughter, I'm going to be put in the Gulf of Mexico and my ashes are going to go to the world.
0: There you go. They're That's going beautiful. everywhere. Uh, that's fun. I like that. So she's go, she will continue to travel everywhere, even when she goes to heaven. Right. So that's good. Well, Joyce, thank you for being with me today. And thank all of you. Wasn't this delightful? She's walked us through every stage of life, basically, of what it's like to serve God. So whatever stage you're in, I hope you've been encouraged, and I hope you're encouraged to grow old and to be productive because there's hope yes, in yes. every stage of life. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Joyce, for being my guest. Thank it's, you it's for been great. inviting me. God oh, bless you, My Pastor. pleasure. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.